welcome to the ship show if you don't know why we call it that you're about to find out jeff newbarth is your host we're back everyone doubted us welcome to the ship show the debut show for a brand new decade don't forget to subscribe rate review do you subscribe francesco to the ship show podcast I haven't yet, but really? I'll probably we'll left it. Oh my today, goodness! Yeah. You, you know, know, most people lie and say that they they did. Anyway. Yeah, you want to try it one <laughs> more time? I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest. All no, right. no, no, let's go with the honesty. Well, we're honest too. A lot of people have been uh, have been emailing and 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 some people even texting. Like, when is the ship show coming back? Yep. And I said we need to have an amazing, amazing guest to start off the first ship show of the year. So, you know, Finley kind of stood at my door and was like waving. And I'm like, no, no, no. We said amazing guest. So we needed to have a major champion. Major (laughs) champion. Francesco Molinari, welcome to to the ship show. Great to have you. Thank you. So uh, just give everyone sort of the sense of place. This is Monday, Monday morning. We're waiting out a frost delay here in Palm Springs at the lovely hideaway. That's right, THP people. This is the site of uh, the last time that Lex and I were here at the hideaway, you probably don't know this because we didn't really publicize it except for on our personal Twitter feeds. That, no. But uh, we, we won a very large championship here. Did you? Yeah, we won the uh, the granddaddy. <laughs> we beat a bunch of internet golfers. Okay. Aren't you proud sounds, of us? Sounds important, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it was very challenging. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there's a lot of obstacles because you'll see when we get out there, there's these beautiful comfort stations yep. out here on the golf course. So there's a lot of food options that you have to kind of balance the food while you're playing golf. Drinks they also too, have, have sure. a bar. Yeah. The yeah. blueberry lemonades. Blueberry lemonades. So but we're not going to do any of that today. We're here shooting sure. uh, a bunch of content with you. Well, we could if you want. <laughs> we're shooting a bunch of content with you. And we're also today, uh, Tuesday, because today is Tuesday on the podcast world, we're celebrating the release of Maverick. Yeah. We've been talking about this stuff internally since like June. When was the first time that you saw a prototype or heard, heard about next year's driver? Uh, I think the first time I saw a prototype was in I was in back in Europe playing in the Turkish Open, so that would have been early October, I guess, mid October, uh, and uh, yeah, just hit a few on the range and uh, yeah, immediately good good feedback. Uh, I think for us, one you know, tour players, one of the first thing you you look for in in a new product is the, especially the driver, is the the sound, the noise it makes when you when you hit the ball, and uh, immediately that was really good. Uh, yeah, then ju- just you know started uh, testing there a bit of options. Obviously, it was very early, so uh, waited a month or so, and then some newer heads came out and and a bit more testing. So you know the the usual process that we go through during the off season and and for those of you uh who who haven't already heard it and i guess some people heard it a little bit earlier uh the fitting room podcast with nate uh i believe steven was on that and john monarski was on with him they deep dive into all of uh all of maverick all the way through especially the woods and the fairways and and callawaygolf.com because I'm not going to put you on the spot and have you go through all the technology, the technology in, yeah. in the new club. <laughs> and trust I, me, it's better for everybody if I don't go through it. Yeah. So just go to CallawayGolf.com, listen to the fitting room. But what we're going to talk about is sort of, I want to go through how you test a driver. Because yeah. Lex and I have talked to a bunch of different tour pros over the last month. Uh, we've actually watched some of them at the Ely Callaway Performance Center uh, do their testing. I think yeah. we even fit a couple of them in. Yeah, we might have fit a few. Yeah. Just a few. Yeah. We, we're more like the support team that helps. But uh, we have a emotionally. Really, and Bjorn really is shaking his head over there when I, when I say the word help it's like no <laughs> um, but but I want to know how, how do you test because obviously you had great success with last year's driver yeah. and and you're only going to switch if it's better so yeah. so what what's the process like for you what are you looking for and and how long does it take you to know that this is the right club for you 
Well, I guess the, the very first step is, like you were saying, hearing from the experts, you know, what the new technology is and, and what uh, they think that the new driver head should do, <laughs> in theory. And then, you know, our, our job is to obviously hit it and, and uh, yeah, like I was saying, get a feel for it, first of all. Uh, get a feel for the sound and, and the way it comes off the face and, uh, and, uh, and then you start, yeah, fitting everything else, like launch angle and, and spin and... Uh, I think for me with the with the Maverick with the driver that the first thing I noticed was the dispersion was was noticeably tighter compared to the Epic Flash. And uh, where where is your miss typically? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> both sides. Both but sides. No, if I'm playing well, it's usually to the right. If Got I'm it. playing not so well, it's it's more left. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean during you know the uh, during the season you you get times where it goes right and times where it goes left so yeah. it's really important obviously to to reduce the the dispersion as as much as possible and uh, immediately yeah first few shots you i hit with, with it i could see that even the the not so perfect shots were, were staying online a lot more uh which is obviously massively important for us and how many how many swings does it take you till you're like convinced you're like all right i'm in uh i would say for me personally it takes very few swings to like to get a first feel for it and then it takes a lot more swings to you know uh fit it in properly and to to get the trust in it that you know you're gonna take it out on the course and it's gonna perform uh so immediately i, I gave them some some feedback when i hit the first few shots in in turkey and it was probably six or eight shots uh, and then obviously it was just a prototype, so it wasn't even an option to, to put it in play. And then the second time I tested it back home, a month later, we went a bit more into the details of, you know, with the trackman there, the, the launch numbers, the, the spin numbers, and, and yeah, just trying to, to combine that with, with my feel, obviously. Uh, it's great to have the technology nowadays to, to know exactly what's happening shot by shot, but then I think our feel as, as players is still very important. Because I said, you know, when, when you go out there in a tournament, you need to, to trust the club you have in your hands, and if it doesn't feel right, you, you're never going to trust it 100%. Is there any number through this TrackMan testing that has stood out? Like there was one player, I don't want to say his name, um, but I, I watched him from last year to this year gain three and a half miles of ball speed, just literally going back and forth between club to club. Yeah. Um, Legal's going to get mad at me because they're going to say, oh, you just made a claim. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> but, like, is there any number that, that jumped out on you in the track, man? Uh, the first numbers which I was looking for was launch and spin and, and uh, because I was really happy with the Epic Flash last year, so I wanted to get as close as possible to, to those and pretty much immediately they were exactly the same so that was a, a great start and then yeah definitely a little gain in in ball speed uh smash factor was a little bit higher i love smash factor <laughs> and uh like i said i mean th there's not really a number for it but the dispersion was yeah. the, the biggest you can see that it's tighter yeah. so the model of driver you went to is the sub-zero yeah it's a nine degree you have a, what a tensei shaft on there uh yes Tensei, you probably didn't think I would know that. Uh, tensei <laughs> shaft on there. How many grams is that thing? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. About. And then your head is a nine-degree head, but you play it in the minus one position, which yeah. my math told me was eight. Yeah. But you're you're questioning my math a little bit. 
No, just from what I heard when we were testing it, I think this particular head came out a little bit stronger out of the factory, so probably started a little bit stronger than the nine, say eight and a half, so it's probably closer to seven and a half. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, really those numbers, you know, they're not that important. It's just the, the launch conditions and, and the spin right? and all of that. And and the other club that I, I mean, I'm always super excited about a new driver, but the club this year that I'm, I'm probably the most excited about um, and I've been like waiting and waiting and waiting to talk about it. Is this fairway? This yep. fairway wood is so. It's. I mean, you, you tell me what the fairway wood is. Well, it's. I think it's a big improvement from from last year. Uh, yeah. I went to the to the glued in uh, neck housel uh, just because it felt more more solid when I was testing it compared to the adjustable one. Uh, but again, uh, a lot more forgiveness. I think. Uh, for some reason, it felt a lot easier for me to to get the middle of the of the club face compared to to last year's. Is that where you're supposed to hit the ball? If you can, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I got so many things to work on. I'm I kind of like the the glued in versions more than the adjustable ones on fairway yep. woods. I don't know why. I'm assuming it's probably because of the weight that it causes it uh, to build that adjustability in there that they can use that and re repurpose and redistribute that weight. Yeah. Um, plus, I like that artificial intelligence is now in a fairway wood. Yeah. Because yeah. that's way better than, like, human intelligence. It's artificial. <laughs> it should you can be, also yeah. find out about that on the fitting room. Yeah, the fitting room. Yeah. Those guys do a really, really good job. Like, I don't say that often enough, but Nate and John and, and Steven, that's and that's Dave. a pretty solid trio. Dave was in – well, Dave, Dave's on everything. <laughs> um, if, if, if you get some time after you subscribe to the ship show yeah. and after you rate and review the ship show, especially five on star, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Well, yeah. it's up to you. We're not going to beg you for a five-star <laughs> rating. If you think we're doing four-star work, give us four-star reviews. Nah. But uh, the the – the newest thing uh, out there is Callaway Talk, starring and featuring Dave Neville. Um, he did an amazing job. He and uh, Alan Hocknell, our head of R&D, Doc Hock, they basically do deep, 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 deep dives. If you want to be the smartest guy at the water cooler tomorrow, like if yep. you want to walk on the truck and have all the answers to, to <laughs> mess with Johnny and Kevin and Woody and Jacob and, and Dean and I all those guys, just watch that show. Yep. They do an amazing job. Check I all think, that out, Callaway Golf. I think they would know there's something strange going on. Well, if especially if you're holding your, if you have an AirPod in and you're literally <laughs> yeah. reciting the things that they're yeah. saying and you're scrubbing through it, they might figure it out. Yeah. So uh, back to the fairway for a second. How yep. do you use your fairway? Are you a guy who uses it off the tee a lot, a la Henrik, or do you use it more uh, in, in the fairway? Uh, a or combination both? of the two, which is why you know a lot of guys say, guys say it, but it's probably the, the hardest club to, to fit in the bag because obviously you want to have a strong three wood off the tee, but then you need some high if you hit it into, into par fives and, and stuff like that. So... Uh, yeah, I use it both both ways, uh, but again, you know, the 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 best thing for me switching to this immediately in the testing was was finding the the sweet spot, yeah. both off the tee and off of the ground of the turf very easily, uh, and that gives you gives me confidence and and uh, trust in the club, and so I think that that's, that's going to be a very easy transition. Yeah, and I think something that, you know, super smart, and look, scheduling is really, really tough on the PGA Tour. It's super tough for a player like yourself who's a world tour. You know, th yeah. there is no world tour, but you're a world tour player. You play on the European tour. You play on the PGA Tour. Um, I think it's crazy that people, everyone does not play this event. And I'm not saying it because we're here at the Amex. 
uh, Phil Mickelson, you know, taking over as the host. I used to work this event eight billion years ago when like Bob Hope was still around doing the TV for it. And like, I never understood. This is like spring training. I'm a big baseball. Are you a baseball yeah. fan? Uh, not so much. Okay. So we won't talk baseball. E- enough to know what spring training is. Yeah. All right. Well, spring training is, you know, the smaller ballparks. It's they, they, yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah. They're not playing spring training Florida, in Minnesota. Right? It's in Florida in and Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, yeah okay. they play. You, yeah. you go to the warm areas, you know, you, you don't play nine innings of every day. But, like, yeah. you're going to leave this tournament, even if even if you're not playing your best, you're going to make a bunch of birdies. And the fairways are wide. They're forgiving. Yeah. Like, if you don't leave this event with confidence and, like, like this is the perfect event to, to kind of kick off the year. So uh, what, what made you so, kind of yeah. add it to your – I know you were here last year, too. What made you add it to the schedule? Uh, yeah, I played, I think, probably three times in the last four years. Uh, like you say, I think it's just a great event to start the year. Obviously, conditions are normally perfect. Uh, very little wind normally. Uh, so it's it's a great way to, to start the year. You know, when you start the year, you have a lot of question marks about your game, but maybe about new equipment too, about many things. So to take out, obviously, the, the variability of, of the weather and the wind, already it, it's a great start and, and yeah you can just focus on having a, a good solid week obviously trying to play well but you know anyway doing some some good quality work on your game uh, and then like for me this year is going to be the case of, of going to to farmers next week to Torrey pines which yeah, is a home game very, for us <laughs> very very different challenge yeah uh, but like you say you know we have a chance here to to gain some confidence in, in Back in the game, in the in the new equipment, and in all you know the, the things that are new in the season, so it's a lovely place to to start the year. Yeah. So do you like the celebrity quotient of it, or would is that just something that just kind of it's part of the deal? No, I think I think it adds you know a little bit of uh, of a different atmosphere to the tournament. Obviously, make making it a little bit more relaxed and 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 just just chill so it's it's again it's a good way to to start the year even even that contributes to to make this event i think a, a smooth soft start of the season yeah i mean i get the hawaii events because obviously it's always good to go to the first one because that means you won yeah so so you get in there and then you know like like the the sony open doesn't look like to me that would be the most fun golf course to play just with all the wind and, and everything that kind of seems to go on there but it's, it's hawaii it's a tough test yeah i yeah. mean it's a tough golf test obviously especially coming so early in the season yeah. you know most of us don't have the the game at a hundred percent ready yeah. so and then and then for me like what i love about the desert is like we're going to see it today at the hideaway we're, we're shooting some content with you today but we're going to take you to warm up on a range and no offense to a lot of places this is one of the best ranges you're going to get and and every place around here has these like amazing ranges you know all four tournament courses all the other clubs around here that that you guys seem to end up at it different times like yeah. just a great place to practice and work on your game yeah facilities are, are amazing around here and another thing to add to all that we said i think you know having three courses obviously means that during the practice rounds the players are spread out in the yep. three courses so you have probably more more space than than in a normal event to to practice and to yeah. you know do whatever you you want to do to get ready you know i don't know if a lot of players listen to this podcast my guess is probably not um <laughs> but everyone just needs to come play this place. Like, it's just especially, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to look at it differently because it was one of my favorite tournaments because when I was living in New York City and it was, like, really, really, really cold, I loved getting on the plane coming come here. What, what, what was yeah? What was the weather when you left uh, the UK yesterday or two days uh, ago, whatever yeah, it was? Not, not brilliant, not, not yeah. surprisingly. It <laughs> yeah. was cold and rainy and, and as you would expect. So, yeah, yeah, that's another reason to, to come here.
which is certainly a great way to start your field. So you're going to play here. You're going to play the Farmers next week. Yep. Um, then two weeks off. Two back weeks off, off and, and then, then you'll be back for Riviera. Back over for Riviera. Mexico. What is it about the West Coast and, and the West Coast swing? Because I, I think it's the most important swing in, in, on the PGA Tour because everyone is cold and miserable, and here's a great chance for golf to jump out and have a, a great start of the year. And yeah. all the courses are just so you know pretty, and even the ones that aren't pretty, like, say, Phoenix, you wouldn't say it's pretty. It's loud. It's different. It's raucous. What about the West Coast do you, appeals to you? I, I just liked it, you know, since I came here my, my first time. Obviously, it's a very different vibe to the to the East Coast. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great way to, to start the year. Normally, it's good weather, uh, good courses, you know, very different courses. Like you said, you, you get uh, a, a smooth start here, then a tough event, uh, Farmers, a uh, different event <laughs> in Phoenix. But, uh, yeah, every event seems to, to have kind of its own personality. Uh, but I, I like it, you know. I've started my my seasons here. I think the last four or five years, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully I get to do it a few more times. Well, I was I was looking at my watch and then I was realizing that like we forgot. Yeah, I uh, we can't really talk all about it though because we're not we're we're, we're we have prototypes. Trevor, <laughs> beat me out. Yeah, that's why we're not talking about it. Well, I just got so excited. I know, but every now and then you got you got to wait. We're gonna Mystery. make it. Yeah. I know. Well, don't look. Should I, should I put? Yeah, it's what happens when when you have prototype stuff. See, people think that we're amateurs on the show, and we just give away all the trade secrets. Occasionally, we actually get it right. And Trevor's just gonna bleep out what Lex said anyway. Yeah. So, uh, farmers. Yeah. Obviously, a yearly site on the PGA Tour, but next year you get to be there twice. Uh, U.S. Open coming there. I get it because I live there, it's a completely different golf course in June than it is in February, which is what we saw with Pebble last year. When you go to Farmers next week, are you thinking about the U.S. Open at all, or is it just like, I'm playing the Farmers this week, I'll deal with that in a year and a half? No, I think it's too too far away in in time, to be honest, to to be thinking about that. Uh, I've never played in in June because I wasn't there in 2009 yeah, 2008 2008 last yeah. time it was there uh, so yeah looking forward to, to see do you, do, do you want to play in June well yeah I mean because like we can we can get tea time probably make that I, I yeah. literally live like if you get to tour you go down the hill like in Should that we little have a basin. game in, in June five yeah you know, yes. well, well the great thing is I learned this uh, when we shot with Xander is is that if you have a PGA Tour card, which between the three of us, one of us does, yeah, you can get that first tee time off in the morning. Do you? What, yeah, what like six forty in the morning this time of year. That's a bit early, isn't it? What well, if I you're coming it, on UK yeah, time, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be middle of the afternoon for you. It's perfect yeah? though in San Diego time. Yeah, it is pretty good. I learned last year too that there's a there's a coffee place right down the hill from there, and I went there both weekend days because we're at the PGA show normally during the week. Yeah, which which like. I say this every year. If there is somebody who can be in charge of the schedule, can we separate the PGA show from Tory Week? Every single person in the golf industry that is at the PGA show, trust me, they want to be at Tory all week, and we can't get there till Friday night. Sometimes we're not there till Saturday. But there's this little coffee shop, and I ran into Leishman there two days in a row. One day he came straight from the golf course, like full-on game outfit other than the shoes. Yeah. It's just such a great little atmosphere. Uh, U.S. Open is going to play so different. They've redone a lot of Tory. They redid all the bunkering. Okay. Uh, and the tenth hole, they put like this, you know, tenth hole. I don't know if you remember what you hit there, but it was, it was kind of a, 
yeah, bomb, and, by far, bomb yeah. and nothing. Yeah. Now there's like a huge uh, sand trap that looks like they dropped from outer space in there on the left side. Oh, really? So, so it probably won't affect much this week because you guys can still kind of go to the right of it. But you know the USGA will probably like pinch the fairway to make it yeah. like a yard and a half. <laughs> so it'll force either people to lay up or, or try to do something crazy. Okay. Interesting, yeah. Those are the types of things I think that like as you get a year, year and a half away from it, it'll be kind of interesting to see. But also like learning the greens and just having confidence knowing what, what different putts are going to do. But it'll, it'll play pretty different. Be a little faster and firmer in uh I'm in sure, June. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, June. it's going to be super interesting to, to be there. Obviously, we got wing foot coming this year there's going to yeah. be another tough challenge so yeah one at a time when, when do you start thinking about the majors uh I, I guess you you never stop to be honest uh yeah i mean now obviously we've got a few events building up to to augusta uh and then we we learned last year once you know we play in augusta it all comes pretty thick and fast and and yeah. uh, with the new schedule this year we got the olympics yeah. too let's so start that in there it's gonna be a busy busy few months uh and yeah i think our job is obviously to to get in in the best shape possible for for those three three and a half months and and uh play our best golf so how do you how, how do you look at your schedule this year because there's also that uh, biennial competition which i i'm, I'm not sure who won last time between the U.S. Know, and, remember. and Europe, I don't remember what happened. It was we'll have to you know what? It. it was it was in, it was so early in the morning for us on the West Coast in France. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah, missed yeah, it. We were yeah, just a yeah. little groggy. I just didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I, won't, I won't. I won't say anything about yeah. that. Yeah, you played pretty <laughs> so well that humble. week. Yeah, kind of distant memories now. But yeah, yeah, distant memories. So when do you start thinking about that event? I mean, think about this <laughs> year, right? You got you got majors, you got the Olympics, and you got yeah. the Ryder Cup. What a heck of a year! Yeah, I think Ryder Cup is a little bit different because, you know, basically, obviously, first of all, you want to make the team uh, and to do that, you need to play good golf. So, you know, focusing on the other events kind of take care of, of itself. Does that affect your schedule, though? Will you play a few more in Europe? Uh, no, not really. No? I okay. think it's going to be a, a similar schedule. Uh, you know, you've got plenty of points on, on this side of the of the ocean to, to qualify, so... Like I said, it's about playing good, consistent golf for the next uh, seven, eight months. Did you? Did you? Well, you were on the plane, so you couldn't watch the Packers home game yesterday. Because I don't know if you saw eighty-one thousand Wisconsin fans yesterday cheering <laughs> no, for, for all one thing. Because I think that's what you guys are going to face this year. All these cheeseheads wearing their Packers jerseys are going to be pretty fired up. Uh, yeah. Well, we know. You know, I, I played in, in Medina, and that was pretty loud for the first few days at least yeah. and then for some reason then it got quiet fire. yeah i wonder what that was <laughs> but i don't remember that one either <laughs> no, no, no just escaped no. escaped the i remember 99 in brookline should, should, that i was don't should bite my tongue there should yeah. have said that but anyway <laughs> no but it's but <laughs> i loud I, yeah i i just uh, you know and and, and lex knows because we have a lot of tour pros on this podcast i always think just how you guys set your schedule is crazy because like i would i would want to play every week number one because I'm not good, so I wouldn't be playing on the weekends. So I, I'd only play. So I'd play half the time. But there's just like you look at every tournament, like wow, that'd be a great place to play. Like that'd be a great place. Like you, yeah. you, you played Napa, yeah. And like I don't know what, if you like wine at all. Like I'm staring at this gigantic magnum behind me. I love wine. Yeah. Like to me, that Jack playing there. Yeah, it's tough we, though. We've got a lot of good options. Yeah, especially if you were say like you were saying before, if if you play both tours, you know, yeah. you, you could literally play all, all year. Uh, yeah, I remember Graham McDowell said one time he could play fifty one weeks a year if if he <laughs> yeah. really wanted to. I think there's one week it's a year Christmas where he couldn't week, find probably, it. Yeah, Christmas yeah. week. Yeah. So so tell me one tournament on the European tour that we don't know about, and by we I'm I'm just stereotyping that that the American PGA Tour fan 
yeah. that that we're like, no, no, you guys are missing the boat. This is such a great event. Uh, something you probably don't don't think about. I think the the national opens in general in Europe. You know, if you play in the Spanish Open, the French Open, the Italian Open, obviously for me, you get to go. Last year, Italian Open, we played in Rome. Uh, French Open is normally in Paris. Obviously, you know, you get to go to some very special places. Those are good uh, cities. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but, you know, like in Italy, that's the only tour event all year round. In France, it's the same. So you really feel like it's an important event for, for the locals. Uh, and it's great opportunities for us, yeah. But like you said, you know, we, we have so many great options any year. And this year in particular with yeah. the olympics and, and Ryder cup and all of that and i guess it's just first of all getting your priorities right so you know uh focusing on, on what you want to achieve during the season and kind of plan the year around that uh and then yeah just don't don't get greedy and and i always think if you if you look at the schedule when you when you plan it out and you think you're playing too little golf that that's probably the the right schedule yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about the event that Henrik and Annika announced last week, or they announced over the summer. They did some media last week. The, Sweden, the, yeah. the Sweden yeah. and the kind of the co-ed event. Yeah. Playing uh, men and women, what, 76, I believe, men, 76 women, or is it 78? Um, I don't know. I'm not good at math. And and But playing the same golf course, albeit from yeah. different tees, for one purse. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think the, the European Tour is obviously trying to, to explore different yeah. formats and different ways and, and – that should be a very interesting one, yeah. I'm yeah. sure we'll, you know, if who's not playing will be watching on TV. Totally. To well, see. I get it. You can't play every week, but yeah. man, that's that's one that you're right. Even if you're not playing that, that that's one you got to watch just to yeah. kind of see what that's about. And, and maybe in, in a year when there's not the Olympics, not the Ryder Cup, and not all this stuff, maybe that's something that that kind of gets thrown onto the schedule. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. All right. So you talked about goals a little bit. Um, are you one of those guys who who writes them in a piece of paper and like puts them in the one of the hidden pockets <laughs> of your new maybe staff you make bags? Maybe like a or? vision board, you know, all the cutouts no, and the magazines, no, no. like nice big collage. Uh, um, much simpler than that. No. <laughs> so what 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 are the goals for 2020? Besides, uh, get out of this podcast and subscribe, rate, and review the Ship Show and Apple Podcasts. Five star. Five, five star, star. Five star. We're earning. We're trying. Uh, to be honest, I, I at the end of last year I set goals, but it's more for kind of the next five six years of, of my career. I think, you know, in one year you can play some some great golf and still not achieve, you know, yeah. not not win a lot or not achieve what you plan out to achieve. Uh, bottom line, the 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 goal for me is always to to keep getting better, and and uh, I think there's, there's some uh, margins to to do that. Uh, so it's it's going to be an exciting year. Obviously, Ryder Cup has to be up there. I, I want to be in Wisconsin and and uh, do my best to to represent my my continent. And then we'll see what else the the season brings. But I've got some things in mind for the next five six years. And uh, you know, when you set goals, obviously you need to be honest with yourself and and uh, try to to I think aim high. And uh, I did that. So that, See, that's that. where I messed up last year. So last year on the ship show, my goal was to do some type of golf activity with every single member of the marketing team. And yeah. I failed miserably. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Miserably. Some of it's beyond my control because, I mean, God, a whole bunch of people left. So how the heck am I going to play golf with them if they don't work here anymore? <laughs> That's, yeah. You don't not, want to answer that. <laughs> but even those who, who did work here, I didn't do it. So I thought of a better goal for, for my ship show goal this year for 2020. You want to hear it? I really do because I tried to check in with you on your one last year and you kept shutting me down. Well, I got bitter about it because I realized I was going to – I don't like losing. 
and yeah. I realized I was going to fail miserably. So I thought <laughs> my goal, my goal for 2020 this year, is to play in a pro am. One. One yeah, pro-am. one pro am. Not 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 like one of these pro ams like like could, like the Desert Classic or Pebble. Week, yeah, like all I gotta do is show up somewhere on a Wednesday. Yeah, and I figured like I mean, can you I get think, in Sanderson Farms pro am? Somebody's gonna can pick I you up. In? No, no, nope, I can't get in there. <laughs> Bjorn's like shakes. There's got to be one pro am that that I can that I can get in. I feel like, like you should have made this resolution just a hair earlier well, so that we could have actually made something. No, do you happen. want to know? Do you want to know the pro am that I'm targeting? Yes, I the do. Kia. Oh, that's Classic. a great choice. It's around the corner from our house. I yeah. know who you can play with. The LPGA, which which uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to get out there. Last year, Lex and I went yeah. to a couple of LPGA events, and I just think it's like super you know, great that and to be able to do something like that. Yeah. Because I don't think that uh, – I asked Henrik and Annika if I could get in their <laughs> event, and they said no, like, like quickly. And I think there's even something with a customs thing where they don't want me over there. But I think the Kia Classic Pro-Am could, could potentially be on the radar. That's a good choice. Or Vegas late in the fall. That could be like my late-season push. Yeah. Just go on the first day and, and beg someone to, to totally. give, give you their spot. Totally. I don't have Should to play all 18 hard? holes. Just, I mean – because think about it on the pro am. If you see someone who's dressed in golf shot. clothes and has a golf bag, you're probably going to think they're in the pro am. Yeah, I don't know. You have a better goal for me because I haven't come up with anything. Uh, no. Last well, year playing with everybody didn't work. No, it didn't. Two years ago, I did lower my handicap significantly, so that was exciting. You're talking like golf only goals because like yeah, you do, yeah. You I have a lot have... going on in 2020. That's true. Getting married in 2020. Oh wow. So mm-hmm. so that that's a goal. I'm, I'm not going to. You know, but I, I feel pretty good on accomplishing that. Yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I would say more important than playing in a prom. Yeah, you think? Thank J- you. Just, just yeah. slightly. Just yeah. a smidge. <laughs> yeah, the pro am. The pro am is going to be like my first half of the year goal. If I can knock that one you out, you want to do that come in on. June? Yeah. When is the Kia? The Kia Classics in March. I, I just told you okay. I want to do it. The Kia Classic. That's your big shot. Come on. Yeah. I mean, all, yeah. all I literally have to do is get one person from the LPGA to listen to this podcast. Maybe one of Morgan and her friends will be listening to this podcast, and 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 maybe they'll maybe I'll get an invitation. If you actually get an invite, we will be walking with you for sure. Yeah, that's, we could do a live ship show Film out there. Yeah, That'd we could so be doing great. that. That's I mean, what I did last year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think it's broadcast. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. I'll watch it. E- everyone's hand. Everyone's hand in the room just went up. Everyone's hand in the room. All right. I'll watch it for five minutes. Probably. Five minutes? <laughs> as long as you subscribe, rate, and review it. I don't yeah. care how long you watch right. it. That's, get really my that's our other goal for this year. Is yeah. We need to get a lot more uh, subscriptions and reviews. Money. Cliff, do you subscribe to the ship show? I mean, she Cliff doesn't. Yeah, photographers didn't subscribe to that it. You know what the sad. best part is? What? Cliff's reviews in about a week and a half. And <laughs> yeah. guess what question one's going to be is, uh, did you subscribe you to the ship show yet? yet? So and the weight I, of I see it. Cliff grabbing his phone out right now yeah. subscribing. What's the weight of that going to be? Hey, you want to see it? Oh, You're doing yeah. it? Francesca's doing it right this now. This is so great. This is awesome. I love the red phone case, too. There you go. Red for, for Italy. Done. All right. Are you an F1 guy? Subscribe. I am, yeah. All right. So who's your F1 team? What do you think? Well, I'm hoping it's Ferrari. Yeah. Okay. Do you like the moves that they made this offseason? Uh, well, they haven't resigning done much now. Leclerc, but, but they resigned Leclerc to a long-term uh, yeah, contract. Well, I think that the second seat is more the, the the question. Yeah, Leclerc is the future, but yeah. it's whether Vettel can still yeah. do it or not. But yeah, right. hopefully a, a better season in in store for 2020. All right. I enjoy. I I got into Formula One last year. Really? Yeah. Well, when I was when I was a kid, I used to watch it all the time because back yeah. when I was a kid, we had four channels, and ESPN used to go from Australian rules football to Formula One, 
because right. uh, there was nothing else on. And yeah. they didn't have the rights to anything else. And I got really into it. Then I went away for a long time, and there's this Netflix series. Next time you're on the plane and you're oh, bored. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch that. that yeah. It's so good. And that got me completely hooked. That's great, completely, yeah. Completely, completely yeah. hooked. And I think it's just really applicable to a lot of the PGA Tour where you guys have a team just like those guys do. You're part of this Callaway team. Yeah. And, and these guys are out there, you know, the, the entire tour team helping to do all these, uh, you know, things to help make sure that you, the Formula One driver, are as happy as it can be. I think it's a pretty good kind of a thing to we're like the pit yeah. crew or whatever we're whatever not the pit crew they so don't want us I, anywhere near changing tires or changing clubs or whatever we're there, the people who I'm take trying. pictures for it huh? that's yeah. cliff all right <laughs> francesca molinari thanks for being on the ship show thanks for kicking off our decade i mean like this decade's only going to go downhill on the ship show from here we kind of a little too high <laughs> my pleasure thank yeah. you guys and uh check check out callawaygolf.com for everything about the new maverick family you're not going to want to miss the fitting room you're not going to want to miss um Callaway talks. Callaway talks. You're not going to want to miss the product videos. The product videos are amazing. Uh, and stay tuned later in the week because we're going to have more ship shows. We have more product announcements, one that Lex almost made on the show, uh, coming out throughout the month, culminating with the PGA show a little bit later in the month. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Anything else we need people to do for us? Can I'm you sorry. email me? Yeah, oh, email, email the ship show. Ship show Callaway Golf. You don't have to do this. But <laughs> shipshowcallawaygolf.com anytime. 760-804-GOLF is our phone number. And we recorded this on a Monday, which is why we didn't react to the national championship. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. The Tiger will win. Miles <laughs> the Cat assured me of that. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you Thursday on the Ship Show.